0: Our vision is that Girls Brigade Northern Ireland will be recognised as a dynamic, relevant, Christ-centred organisation, effectively
1: reaching out to all girls to value, nurture and equip them for life. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode.
0: So hello everybody, Um, I'm Melissa Meldrum, I am one of the Executive Youth Reps of GBNI and today we have the lovely Amy with us. Hello Amy. Hiya. Um do you want to tell us quickly, Amy, um, who you work for and what your role is and what you do.
1: Hi everyone, so uh my name's Amy and currently my proper job, <laughs> my job job, is a children's worker in Hamilton Road Presbyterian Church. Um and basically I work with all from babies right up to P7 there and but we also, uh, my friends and I, started up a Instagram page called Beautiful Daughters, um, which we just do ourselves, um, and that's why I'm here to speak to you guys today.
0: Um, what do you actually do within your role of Beautiful Daughters?
1: So Beautiful Daughters, um, it's a page that kind of started out just wanting to encourage and grow young girls and young women's faith. Um, It's probably out of a desire that Sarah and I had um, that we wish we had something along those lines when we were younger. We both went to GB and we loved that as a resource so we feel there's a real benefit and positivity to to girls ministering to girls and women ministering to women and um, there's a real role model thing there there's a real mentorship there that should just be treasured and nourished and so obviously when we got a wee bit older um even though the two of us were still gb leaders and Lara's like not far sarah's now a gb Lara's my sister sarah's (laughs) now a gb captain but um we still wanted to, to reach out in some way so we started up instagram and really it's just a place to do a small devotional We do themes for each month um, and every Wednesday we try and put something out, not to be the sole source of people's faith or growth or anything like that, but just a little thought provoking thing, a little encouragement and maybe a little prompt to go further into whatever we're looking at that week themselves and to come back and we'll develop it further the next week and to respond to us and let us know how they've reacted to that theme or that verse or the take that we had and so it's really kind of grown from from nowhere into this big uh this well probably big for Northern Ireland Instagram you know um but yeah so that that's my role there we're kind of the creator writer person with Sarah you
0: know (laughs) he's really you fit perfectly in with what gba and i is here for and especially the youth forum with um being able to look up to female leadership within the christian faith and all the aspects that come with that of being here to help young girls and women grow in their faith so you just really do go hand in hand perfect with what we are aspiring to do as well at the, the youth forum and gba in general which is lovely really so it is. well we
1: we are just gb girls through and through like i just love gb so much it's so weird with my new job with the demands in it i I couldn't be a gb officer in my own company anymore but we have a gb in our church and every now and again i just call in and i'm like oh guys i just wanted to be at gb again and our captain Suzanne's great she's like oh come on in and i'm like oh thanks i <laughs> just wanted to be here it's like a family really. i i just i just love it you know yeah it's like a family. yeah it is it's it is yeah it's such a big it's such a big family and to have like these mature I just remember having the influence of these mature godly women when I was younger I, I was so like I was just mixed up confused didn't know just didn't know who I was like so many teenage girls didn't know who I was at certain points thought I knew who I was but I definitely did not looking back now and just having Those women and that wisdom to go back to, helping to steer me in better directions, or just helping, just bringing me back to God's word each time. Being like, "Amy, so you've chatted about this, but let's just read our Bible." You know, and it's such an important thing to have. And I think you know, like you know yourself, there's only conversations that girls can have with women. You know, there's there's just certain topics that you can't broach at your at your look at your, you know your youth fellowship or anything like that you know you just you need another girl and you need another girl he's not gonna blush he's gonna go hum know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. us about it. Yeah. you know yeah you know and I think women need that just like and just like men need that too there are certain yeah. topics that for boys they're no, never gonna mention in a room for their female peers you know oh. but at BB or things like that, they finally have a space where they can go, guys, uh, and, you and chat. I can <laughs> definitely. Um,
0: I even know within like my own GB company, I I grew the whole way up in GB So like now. I being an officer and thinking back to when I was a kid, going, I'd love to be, you know, an officer one day. And you always seem to think that people, even though they were only young women that like my age, twenty four always seem to think they were this much older, mature person. And now me being there, I'm like, I'm really not. <laughs> but <laughs> you you do like on your on your company night, you just turn into I suppose somebody somebody else, really, where you're you're just there for the girls, and that is their whole devotion, is just to be there for them, as you said, just to have even talks that they, they need to have with them because they know that they can come to you. And I think that's something that's really lovely and that I cherish with my own girls, but it's even made me feel old because I've had girls that I helped with when they were in the ladybirds and they're now like 16 year old girls and I'm going,
1: why do I feel old? <laughs> I know, and it's not right, is it? And you look at them and you're like, I'm I'm not that old. Like in my head, I'm still like 20. And I I, I totally deny that I am I'm 27. See, I don't even know my age. I'm 27 now. And I just totally deny that. But I, it, it's it's an evolving thing though because you know, we're there for for teenagers or young women, but I can equally turn around and see women still mentoring me who are in their like 40s and things, you know, and I think it's an evolving thing, but it's a beautiful thing about being, belonging to the church and to, to Christ's body, it's, we are a family, we're here together, and I think it's beautiful that there's always someone in the next life stage ready to just come alongside you and go, you see, you could only understand that when, now you know, when I'm going, yeah, do you know what? Nobody could have prepared me for that when I was 18, you know, but that's just the beautiful thing about, you know, that encouraging one another, lifting one another up, supporting, you know, carrying each other's burdens. And it just evolves throughout. And GB is a beautiful example of that when we're younger. But then, you know, officers do that for each other throughout the, the company stages, too. And then when we have our greater church family, the women in there to fall back on. Oh, it's just, I just think it's wonderful. I think it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. It really is.
0: Really is. So I think we'll do. I think we've we've actually been pretty good with just general chatting and quick fire questions yeah. wouldn't even be necessary but we're gonna go ahead and do them anyway and um, go for it so we're gonna start with a quite obscure one what color is your toothbrush let's know
1: Do <laughs> you know my toothbrush is bamboo so whatever that like woody piney
0: color beige <laughs>
1: bamboo <laughs> color <laughs> with black cool. bristles which really put me off but I don't I can't find a bamboo toothbrush with non back bristles if anybody is out there and can let me know through Beautiful Daughters a little, a little message on Instagram and I can go and get a non back brush toothbrush. toothbrush. Yeah.
0: Um, if you could be any animal what would it be and why?
1: Oh my goodness right well my favourite animal is a giraffe and I have absolutely no explanation as to why I'm just in awe of them all the time but I think if I personally had to be an animal it's definitely a penguin or an otter because I just think they look like they have so much fun but then I also love this great swimming in the water great outside I love how otters hold each other's paws and everything and just float down the river in wee pairs and things and like oh so actually do you know what probably an otter over a penguin well, over a
0: penguin penguins my
1: favorite animal, so it is <laughs> that's my favorite animal. and they're just so lovely and they just like fluff their feathers and I love the way as well isn't it a group of penguins on land is called a waddle but in yeah. the water it's called a raft because obviously they're so much better in the water than they are on land yeah. and sometimes like that's why I feel I'm like I'm so good here but see when I'm in this scenario um so <laughs> it's
0: really funny um if you had a boat what would you call it
1: a boat (gasps) wow if I I had a boat I'd probably have to call it like the seasickness or something because I get so seasick oh my goodness what would what would I call it the I feel like it has to have the like all boats have the do you know now my family on my dad's side Mm -hmm. my granny's maiden name was wild with an e on the end of it and we do have a family member that has a boat called the wild thing right And so maybe I could have like the wild thing like 2.0 on mine <laughs> something <laughs> like that
0: <laughs> thank you and we'll finish with this last one if you were on an island stranded by yourself what are the two things that you would most want to have with you
1: two things that I would most
0: want to have for me stranded on an island
1: probably trying to take the holy box but it is the bible I would definitely have to have that because if I'm stranded on an island I'm going to need the grace of God to help me through that (laughs) and all the different things that I may want to do on that island but I think if I had to think of a real absolutely to have to have items outside of the bible I think the first thing would be some kind of mp3 player or something you know for music i i just adore having nearly a soundtrack to my life every day so i would have to have some form of having music oh and then look, is it a cheat to say something like like a library or does it have to be a book you know you'd need an entertainment source wouldn't you in fact no what am I talking about my bed I want my bed there okay so I want an mp3 pair of my bed okay (laughs) I want something nice and um, lovely I presumably this is a desert island in the sun so I can just like relax oh my well maybe I'd want a hammock then oh see I'm so rubbish at these <laughs> I'm so rubbish at these kind of questions we'll go for mp3 and a weather appropriate island dependent bed sleeping arrangement <laughs> <Fair enough>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so Amy you've told us a wee bit about beautiful daughters but what have you been getting up to this past year um within Beautiful Daughters itself because we know this year the past year has been crazy to say the least Um, and this definitely had its ups and downs but what have what have you been doing this year Within Beautiful Daughters?
1: Well as you said this year has been absolutely wild Um, and so about a week Oh, two weeks a week just under two weeks into lockdown I actually had a baby I had my baby boy Hugo
0: Lovely.
1: so I was thrust into the world of motherhood um, with absolutely no community or anything like that and so I had a little pause so at the very start of lockdown I kind of paused my content with Beautiful Daughters and Sarah took over majestically it was like volunteer maternity leave on my mind (laughs) and uh, she took she really took advantage of we were discussing about the fact that we're actually in a scenario right now where people's digital content is probably the the, sorry the consummation of digital content is skyrocketing it's going through the roof everybody's trapped in their homes and instead of just going and streaming the next month day and thing off Netflix. We were like, well, we can use our time as well to bombard, for want of a better word, on Instagram. And so we really tried to utilise all the different tools that Instagram has. You know, Q and A, stories, posts. We really wanted to try and jam people's feeds with Jesus. You know, rather than uh, lockdown, uh, COVID. so that was really our intention through that. So when I hopped back on the stories um, and on the posts uh, after I'd had my little break, it was so clear to see how much of a base there was and how much of a thirst there was for that. You know, people were just like, give me something else to look to and we thought well instead of looking to the news let's all look at God Mm -hmm. and so that probably as you can guess I think most ministries did this it kind of it shaped our whole way of of communicating anything that we communicated was about uncertainty the future you know where people are at right now and it was so funny because even my own personal journey as a mother you know i was we we had q a's that we did and i could only answer them when my baby boy was asleep so my q a was always with a baby in the arm or a baby in the car seat because <laughs> there was a period of time you could only nap um in the car and we were trying to communicate as best we can but even that you know i'm opening being like right guys you know you take us as we are and i'm currently stuck in my car because um, she was having a nap and then mum's reaching out to me being like Amy thank you for being open and honest and you know you know I want to make time for God like this too but sometimes I'm ashamed to be doing a devotional in the car and I'm like don't be ashamed we're all there just park yeah. up next to me and we're <laughs> fine you know Um. so it it was a very strange weird bonding and it's probably you know it's it's so unique this past year has been so unique for everyone and it's been hard for everyone in all the different unique and relevant ways to you you know and to just come together under one common thing and common thought which was do you know what in spite of everything God is in control God loves us and God works for the good of those who believe in him and we have to trust in that. And what does that look like right now for us? And then what does that look like for you? And it was a great time actually, where we got to, we got so much feedback from our followers and so much, you know, wisdom and insight. People often maybe put an account on a pedestal, but you know, Sarah and I, we both say, you know, we aren't perfect we aren't like top holy, holy women, follow us, we know the way. Half the time when we do devotional, it's like, guys, look what we discovered, you know. (laughs) We are growing and learning every day with God just as much as any other girl or young woman out there. And to be able to come together and hear from them, talk to them, and we get an insight and get encouragement and actually get points and inspiration for the next posts from our followers and if it wasn't for this intense time when you were so much in the pocket necessarily of the devices in your home we wouldn't have had as intense or as positive a time with our followers so it's very strange we were all locked in our houses and everything but when we were flicking up a video and chatting to women via these stories and they chat back it just felt like a community like Just a community of beautiful daughters where we're all trying to work our way through this crazy time in history but we're doing it together in community and fellowship with god and it was such a beautiful thing to come out of it you know it it was such a it was such an encouragement as girls who just set this up a few years ago on the off chance it might help maybe even a handful of teenagers and then all of a sudden with a pandemic and everything our followers developed we now have teenagers to mothers and you know every kind of woman in between Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we so in a post we get to refer to the teenager that contacted us but also you know, the young girl who's a student at university, but also the girl who's 30 and just wants to chat to us. But then we also have the 44-year-old mother contacting us. And we have this breadth of female knowledge and wisdom to call on and to see and to communicate and it was just like, honestly, if I could get all the followers of Beautiful Daughters like in a park one day and be like, guys, this is our community. This is this is how we've been encouraging one another. I would just love it, you know. But I'm sure you know that yourself with GB and GB events. You just want to get them all in a room and be like, this is the community that is behind you and has been praying for you. And, you know, it's ours to have with the grace and love and fellowship of Christ. This is This is what he's gifted us. This beautiful community as his body, you know
0: definitely and I mean the thing that I would pick out from what you said was maybe at the start of what you said whereas yes everything that has you were stuck in the house you for a good bit of the time you could only you're only allowed to leave the house once a day for like a quick mm. walk around your area so really staying in the house you were just completely surrounded by your devices while not being allowed out on the outside yep. so mm-hmm. one thing I really found from it was how did everybody utilize their time? And for me, it was the best opportunity for a Christian to really get closer and to delve deeper with your relationship with God, and to use that time. And beautiful daughters has, um, as you've said, it, it utilized its time that way, and even was a really good outreach because it would have, even somebody who was in the house by themselves, and um, it really could have reached mm-hmm. out and. Touch them and made them go wow well there really is all these other women that are here for me going through something similar to what I'm going
1: through yeah. and I think as women we can fall into this category and I know I can say this because this was me as like a teenager and kind of at university too where you have this new scenario thrust upon you and all of a sudden all over social media, it seems to be like, oh, here's the mum with the perfect Pinterest school lesson that she did, or here's <laughs> the girl who absolutely is mealing her university classes and is enjoying like her her Zooms, you know, dinner with her friends and everything. And we, we I feel like there's a pressure amongst females to project this perfection, this we've got life sussed, we've got life sorted out. But Beautiful Daughters was also a way to go, do you know what, we're in a pandemic guys, you know, it's okay if you're struggling. I had some beautiful conversations with women about mental health, because um, that was one of the things that personally I touched on um, when I was doing devotionals, because it was something I struggled with when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and of course it's something we most, I would say, if we're honest, probably all of us suffered with our mental health at some stage during this pandemic, and there was challenges for each of us. And just to be able to come together and go, I have that too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's different, and it's for different reasons, and our symptoms and how we cope with it is really different. But I want you to know that I'm struggling with my mental health too, and it's okay. It is normal in this unnormal circumstance, mm-hmm. and. I just loved how you know in amongst the perfection blasting on instagram there was a little hub to be like come come together girls you know it's okay we know that at home right now the only interaction with the world you see is the perfection of social media but we want you to know that the world isn't perfect and that's exactly why we're in this scenario it's because we're in a fallen kingdom and we need to be here for one another as women of god and as sisters Mm -hmm. and we are We're here and we're not going to pretend that we're perfect and that everything's okay. We're going to be here, warts and all, but we love you as a sister in Christ. And I think that that is just something so beautiful because you were so, like some people were so isolated and so lonely and and shielders as well, who even when the, even, you know, with the limited things, they were too scared to do their weekly shop and things like that and to be able to have a spot to come together and just and get some encouragement and some of that spiritual feeding that's quite hard to do sometimes if you're if you're having to be so Mm self-sufficient it's quite nice to be fed into sometimes and um we got that from other people and from other sources and to even know that we helped a few people with beautiful daughters was amazing you know It
0: it all worthwhile then doesn't it
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so out of all of that then and all of last year if you could pick a positive and a negative of last year what would it be
1: my goodness this past year all oh, like for for many people has presented so many challenges so many surprises u-turns things I never saw coming Although I'd like to know who saw a pandemic coming because they definitely have a crystal ball. But even after or, you know, further into the pandemic, there are so many things that have happened to me and my family that we could have never guessed and we could have never seen coming. And I think the challenge is to wrestle God with that. So one thing I've learned is to not hide away from God, to not sit and go, no, I need to be sitting here, and I need to know that God works for the good of those who loves him, and, you know, he is in control, blah, 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 blah. and you can rhyme off all those things, but if you're not feeling it, God knows you. He knows every hair on your head. If you're feeling annoyed, frustrated, confused, wandering, he knows that, and I just learned to Totally open up unashamedly and wrestle with God about the big things that were happening in my life. And from that wrestling, from that being totally myself and where I am with God, has flourished such a concrete faith in me. I I am blown away at this whole new dimension of God that I have experienced in some of the hardest times that I have gone through. And I have been in some of the toughest times that I have ever been in my whole life. But I can see the hand of God at work everywhere around me. I can see him all of a sudden becoming a part of family members lives and he was never a part of their life before. I can see, I can see his love and faithfulness to me and and my baby boy Hugo and the provision and the care and the love that he surrounded us in despite everything, despite lockdown and all, all all the stresses and complications that has come with this past year he has just surrounded us with love and compassion and care. I have never felt so close with my church family, even though we are so far apart. I have never felt so in the hand of God, even though we are so disconnected from the world and everything that we once knew. And that came from that wrestling, from being like, god why is this happening to me I don't feel I deserve this what is going on and wrestling with those big big questions in life and one thing that actually I've managed to remember to bring this book with me I'm a big person to books I think I have about like four on the go right now but this was my absolute go-to for when I had Hugo it's soul food for mums it was It's one devotional a week, which when you have a newborn is like the max I could manage (laughs) because I would forget and I would blink and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, is it Monday again? Okay, (laughs) you know, but this was such an encouragement to me and the lessons that it's taught me have stayed with me since. And so one of them I'd love to share is it was a quote from Psalm 18 in this is this is how early on it was month one week three so what would that have been like five six weeks into lockdown but it was um you oh lord keep my lamp burning my god turns my darkness into light with your help I can advance against a troop with my god I can scale a wall and I have never fully felt like I can scale Walls in my life. I have always been that insecure, an insecure person, and it was really becoming a mother, having these responsibilities of motherhood, that gave me this unfounded confidence that I'd never had before, and it was diving in to this relationship with God that brought it about. And he has shown me how I don't need to be this perfect person. I don't need to have everything in order. My life doesn't have to be perfect, squeaky clean with everything as it should be. Because he will still help me scale that wall. He will still be my strength. And I think that's kind of hard sometimes. We have this very conflicting Messages as women, you know, like you're supposed to be independent, you know, stand up for yourself, be a voice, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, huh? That's a lot of pressure. It is. And especially if you're on any kind of public format or public forum, you know, people can almost look up to you too much. Whereas I want to say, don't look up to me as a woman that's speaking, because what I'm looking at is God. And I want you to redirect your vision up to Him. Don't look at me. Look at God. Don't look at beautiful daughters. Look at God because this is where our strength comes from. This is how we scale walls. It's not off our own back. It's not off our own bait. It's not going away and setting up an Instagram count. It's not, it's all from God. No one else, nothing else. And no situation or circumstance in this world can be ideal or perfect enough for you to be able to achieve that by yourself. So I really feel like this year, although there are negatives, and it's not that I'm avoiding that question at all. I feel every every negative or every hardship of this past year has just led to this beautiful, beautiful point in my walk with God. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say I wouldn't change a bit of it. I wouldn't go back in time and stop anything from happening because then I wouldn't know God the way I do now. I wouldn't have this confidence that he has given me without having gone through those hardships. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to scale the walls that I have and that I'm currently scaling and that I know I will scale in the future if I hadn't been to this point. And I think that's very hard. Sometimes we look back and we just think, "I wish that never happened to me. I wish that, wish I never had to go through that." And I, you know, in my heart of hearts, when I came across each difficult time this past year, i thought the exact same thing. I don't want to go through this. Why am I going through this? I can't go through this. I don't deserve this. I don't want to do this. But I feel like as soon as you feel that, when you turn And face God and take his hand and talk to him every step of the way and walk in his footsteps and allow him to carry you at certain stages allow him to use those in your life to support you as well you just come out the other end of it with this whole new perspective and this whole new growth that you didn't even see coming because you were just dwelling with God learning more about him and when you know the character of God I feel you get clarity on so many hardships because every good and perfect thing does from, come from God and it takes that wrestling to realize that so although there are negatives I don't even think they're it's almost like they're not worth mentioning because
0: them too much.
1: yeah the positives just totally they become your view they become the vision that you see or the positives hands down and I I wouldn't change a bit of it it's been hard and it's been difficult and I don't know what my future is going to look like everything is so uncertain but one thing that is is God and knowing that in this whole new way is just amazing so that's something I've learned. And can I recommend anybody to dive in deeply into the Psalms? Yeah. Especially if you're like, Ugh! or frustrated or angry, because the Psalms are so honest. You can read the New Testament and Paul, you're sitting like reading the New Testament going, oh, you're so holy. Oh, my goodness. And sometimes you can think really imperfect. But see, when you go to the Psalms and it opens up like, why? I'm going, that's where I'm at come at me i love it you know i can just just encourage if i can encourage anyone to dive into the psalms do wrestle with it they are amazing and they will help you see so much of god
0: it's funny you actually saying that because before gb and all had to um shut down last year because of the pandemic the scripture course for um our older girls was the psalms and they had been going through um all of of its feelings and and everything like that that has been done in it. So in a way, it's like they were being sort of prepared for what was to come. Yeah. This really does show how
1: amazing and isn't it beautiful? God. You can step back and and see. You're like, oh, it's almost like someone's had a hand in it all, oh, you know. And it, it's just so beautiful. Like I look around and I see God's faithfulness to to so many and. It just it makes me smile so much that someone loves us that much and considers us that much. I uh it really does move me. It's really moved me this past year. It really has. And I think that's part of being a mother too. See, before I had my baby boy, I was like queen of ice. I was so uh I see now I'm like oh and I notice so much more and I I empathize so much more and I have so much more compassion but I feel like that journey has opened me up to those levels of God too where I'm going round, going oh I see him there I see him there I see him with you I see him in that and it's amazing. So
0: what would you say then going forward you'd be looking forward to within the next coming year?
1: Oh man I've kind of learned to ride this wave of uncertainty. And now it's almost like I'm relishing in it. You know, I'm like, oh, what's next? You know, what more do you bring it on? I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to see what God has in store. And I'm like, I'm waiting with anticipation. You know, I'm just looking around me, whether that's to see him move. in in the lives of those around me whether that's he wants to bring me to a new stage or a new level or down a new path I am waiting on him and I think this past year we've all done a lot of waiting about and it's been frustrating in so many different ways but I'm that weird person that's really learned to you know I've I once heard that um while you wait for god to open a door praise him in the hallway mm-hmm. and you know i've said no and that's it's really hard to praise him in the hallway but i'm now at that stage where i'm just sitting in the hallway singing the praises enjoying my baby boy seeing him work in these little and big way in other in other people's lives and i i am so content And that was actually something that we touched on this past month in Beautiful Daughters was contentment. And it was actually a brilliant girl, Chloe. She's been doing her placement at university with us and she's such a talented writer. She's so good. I felt she really nailed these topics of contentment because it's so important for us. And I think that's a lesson that the world has had to learn this year. You know, We can't wait for the next holiday. We can't wait for the next upgrade or this or that you know it's all about being happy where you are with what you have and contentment is so important and it's something that I've really learned this year so I am content and praising in the hallway Mm -hmm. I'm just excited to hear that door handle turn and just to see what's next so the future, still so uncertain. I don't have a clue. I'm kind of glad though, because I don't, know, I don't want, I don't want the future to be in my hands. I firmly think I would not make the right choices. So I'm very glad it's in God's and I'm excited to see what he's going to do with my life and with the lives of everyone else, you know? So just pure excitement probably very strange a lot of people might say that right now they might be like oh my goodness I just want to have a meal in a restaurant you know but I'm just I'm just so excited waiting on God and to see what's happening next although I've got to say in the immediate future I am so excited because I've managed to get swimming lessons with my baby boys so on a very like superficial level I'm so excited, excited to finally swim with my son I mean he's 14 months and I've never been in a swimming pool with him. <laughs> think it's about time. So I've got like my superficial, I'm so happy these things can happen, but long term, way off future, so excited to see what happens next.
0: So to summarize and um tell us really what your your main point of what God has been able to teach you through this year, and then how um you would be able to, I suppose in a way, get the girls watching this, get them to really think about what you're saying.
1: Yeah. For me, do you know what probably Chloe's topic for this month's contentment is definitely the overall theme. I look back to when I was a young girl in GB. I even look back to when I was a sub-officer and things like that. And so much of the world to me seems so Bewildering. I felt like everything that could possibly happen in my life was out there. And me personally, I maybe didn't have the confidence to take it. And I saw other girls being like, the opportunities are out there and they're mine to have. And I saw the opportunities out there and I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to take them. I didn't know how to take advantage of things. You know, you no, know, and then you take into account this past year. I can't imagine how hard it's been for R G B girls. Like I can't imagine. I can't imagine not being able to go once a week and chat to my girls at DB. Really so you, see, you
0: know, like everybody has.
1: It's been so difficult.
0: with everything away that you're used to, and um, for
1: yeah, for young girls to you even go through that, it's it's been hard. And I hard. know it's such a support system mm-hmm. for people too. And so I think about what GB GB girls have been going through. You know, no exams. You're going. Also, there's GB girls going through massive life changes. Whether that's a P7 going to secondary school for the first time, choosing your GCSEs, doing and then not doing your GCSEs, doing and then not doing any kind of A level, and then going to university. I mean, can you? I look back at my experience, which was the predictable. Well, everything happened, you know? Like, I didn't have anything cancelled. I didn't have to do any of it from home. But I look at what they had to have all these massive life moments done in a way that was never supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. That was never part of the plan and never expected. And I just, I, I think back to this moment of contentment because that probably would have been a big lesson for girls anyway. You know, contentment with your parents, your friendship group, right, where you're at yourself. Don't try and be another girl. Don't try and fall into those pressures that you see on social media or maybe with a certain group of girls in school or even in church. Mm-hmm. You know, be the girl that God made you to be. But then you're trying to work out the girl that God made you to be while your whole life stops as you know it to be. And I think there is a real lesson for all of us to learn to be content no matter where we are no matter what we're doing our contentment doesn't come from being able to see our friends every day in school our contentment doesn't come from being able to prove our worth through exams or or funneling effort into things our contentment doesn't come from being able to go to the shops and get a nice outfit I know for so many girls like I you can probably tell I do not do anything with my hair or face I am not one of those girls at all but I know some girls that are like my hair's grown out I can't die I can't do your contentment doesn't come from your appearance or looking a specific way your contentment comes from one person and one person only and that is your father god who loves you And contentment can be found when you're in your bedroom and you're doing GB online or your A-levels online or you're getting accepted into university despite not having done exams and not entirely sure whether you're deserving of that place. Contentment can be found wherever you are at. God can help you scale that wall. He turns your darkness, whatever your darkness is right now, whether that's pressure, whether that's feeling inadequate, Whether that's worrying about how you look, whether that's, you know, worrying about other people's opinions, whatever your darkness is, God can turn that into light. He turns that into his light because he sent us the light of the world. When we know that we have forgiveness and acceptance for who we are, where we are, we are set free from so much of that pressure. Where you can sit in your room and go, I have no idea what to do with my life. God still loves you and God's right there with you to walk through that with you if you want. Where you can sit and go, why am I going through this? You know, I feel so distant from my friends. God is right there with you and he's ready to walk through that with you. You know, contentment looks different for so many different people. For me, it was finally feeling comfortable in my own skin and in my own personality that God gave me. I know contentment for other people is feeling secure in the purpose and plan that they've discovered that he has for them. For other people, it could be contentment in a resolution and an acceptance of what has gone before them, what has happened to them in the past. God has gotten to them to a point where they where it doesn't define them any longer and they can go off into the future knowing that it's God that defines it and not the things that happened to them in the past. Contentment looks different for so many different people but it is for each of us to have and I mean to take because God gives it. It's not there with any condition, with any strings attached. It is there for us to take from God So if you don't feel content, if you are not currently happy where you are, if you feel the grass is greener on the other side in any way, I really want to encourage any girl that's feeling that to just stop, to step back and to go to God. Learn more about the character of God. Talk to him about how you're honestly feeling. The good the bad and the downright ugly because he knows it already and let him take control of that let him liberate you from whatever you feel is holding you back holding you down because he can and he will but we need to trust and follow and turn and ask him to do that for us so overall contentment every girl can have it without having perfection in their life you can be content no matter what
0: well that was actually believe it or not our last question and like the time has just flew in (laughs) so yeah um i think there's a lot of points of um encouragement that girls can pull out of absolutely everything that you have just said there amy um I think now it's a really good plug to just tell the girls like go to Instagram search for (laughs) beautiful daughters and give it a follow
1: oh uh, absolutely like we beautiful daughters we find is a wonderful community of any kind of girl or woman I really want to throw that out there you know we all come to it we all all right with such different ways chloe who's been with us she's a university student and she brings a whole different dimension than i think of Mm -hmm. sarah is a teacher um and she's taking a pause right now but when she writes she brings a whole new perspective but again i emphasize beautiful daughters is merely a tool for you to use your relationship for god is for you to have and for you to develop and if we can be a signpost to god if we can turn your eyes heavenward and be an encouragement to you i would love that dearly don't rely on us for your whole faith because we are imperfect we do not have everything sussed and no doubt god will teach me something in the next week and i'll be tuning in to beautiful daughters going guys guess what god showed me because we, we aren't to be the source of your faith but if we can encourage you if we can introduce you to a community of godly women that can support you we we will do everything we can to to play a role in that but you know your relationship with god is for you to have and if gb helps if beautiful daughters help these are all just like sprinkles on top of the beautiful godly cupcake we are just the beautiful bonus extras that god provides you in your life because i have so many bonus extras and you know find find them for yourself you know i i love it when people promote beautiful daughters and and give it a shout out and everything but i'm just so adamant that we can we can have god for ourselves too and we can use these as springboards to our conversations with him springboards to our lessons and our devotionals with him and it it can be a part of so something so much bigger in your own life
0: i want to thank you for taking time out of your day um and you're busy still oh, so. now that you're a mummy um for doing this Well, here well
1: he goes in nursery today so it's all good
0: <laughs> had a wee bit of a wee time to yourself well i'll say time to yourself you spent it here with me and i thank you <laughs> <A little laughs> pleasure thank you for it thank you so. for listening to this episode we would love it if you could share this podcast with others If you would like to find out more about GB, check out our website, gbni.co.uk. You can also keep up to date with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.